Good morning. It's time for our cool conversation. I'm George Plummer. With us today, we have uh, Dr. Tanya Anderson with USAO and the Ada Scipio Fisher Center for Social Justice and Racial Healing. So thanks for coming in. We really appreciate it. Well, thank you, George, and uh, it's a pleasure to be here. We want to do uh, have you on the program today to uh, talk a little bit about uh, a big celebration coming up in Chickasha next week and the reason behind it. And we're talking specifically about Juneteenth. So uh, let's, uh, for the folks that don't know about Juneteenth, uh, give us a little recap of exactly what, what that's for and what it's about. Okay. Well, Juneteenth is a celebration of liberation. Specifically, uh, it resulted when um, Major General Gordon Granger went down to Texas to notify slaves that they were free. And the date was June 19th, 1865. So we're talking about the period after Lee's surrender but conflict had still been ongoing. Um, The general over the Trans-Mississippi region did not surrender until June 2nd. So when uh, General Granger uh, arrived in Galveston, then notifications of now you are free, the Emancipation Proclamations finally reached Texas, then uh, that was the genesis of this holiday. It's just interesting that uh, these days news travels fast. You know, if you've got, uh, you know, just get on your cell phone and get on the Internet and you go to Google and Siri and you can find out right away. But back in the mid-1800s, you know. They didn't have have Google. (laughs) Right. So, but, uh, and this came a year and a half after President Lincoln's Emancipation Proclamation. Well, most definitely, and it it wasn't so much an issue of, I'll say, um, the slow mail, so to speak, but it was an, an issue of resistance. You have to keep in mind that as the, um, war penetrated throughout the southeastern states of the Confederacy. Um, You had a number of the planter elite flee to Texas along with their slaves because of where Texas was. You have this more remote area. And um, Texas became kind of, I want to say, a last holdout and uh, as a result, the, um, a, the surrender uh, for that particular region, it's going to be delayed. And uh, you had ongoing resistance in Indian Territory, as a matter of fact. Slaves were not, the Choctaw actually were the very last holdouts. And so slaves, their slaves were not emancipated until 1866. I did not realize that. So, uh, but again, a long process, and uh, that began the start of some, uh, a tense period, obviously, during the Civil War and uh, some years after. Uh, and there are some that say that still there's some things going on today. 
so, you know, it's it's just been a long, arduous process uh, with race relations and things throughout the country. It has, um, and specifically in terms of the holiday, Texas, I want to say, kind of um, championed the way, and, and I'll provide a little context. I mean, first and foremost, as slaves were emancipated uh, in different areas of the South, you had what is known as jubilee celebrations. But the uh, celebration in Galveston is going to really emerge as the major event to the point of where um, you had even during the late uh, 19th, early 20th century, you had African Americans pilgrimage to Galveston to celebrate this. And um, the state actually recognized the celebration, now, albeit it didn't begin that way. Mm -hmm. It began um, in different churches and so forth because African Americans were not allowed to um, go to public parks. But in Galveston, the, the people banded together, bought property, to create a park for that purpose. And um, over time, I think it was in 1938, is when the state uh, recognized, not that it was a state holiday, but acknowledged the holiday uh, at, for African Americans. And so it just continued to grow and grow. And it continued now, to grow and grow, and yes. And now there's probably something in every state, I would imagine. It um, is. Mm -hmm. It is. Um, and certainly after President Biden made it a federal holiday in 2021. Thanks for spending part of your weekend with us here. Dr. Tanya Anderson from USAO, our guest today. So you're going to be the, the guest speaker for the Juneteenth celebration next week? Yes, yes, happily. All right, and so you kind of talked a little bit about some of the things you were talking about today, I'm guessing? And Yes. Um, for me, one major, major theme that I'm going to emphasize is the issue of liberty. What does that mean? And I think that it's particularly uh, poignant now. Um, for the slaves who were free, they had a very, very intimate understanding of what freedom meant because they hadn't had it before. And uh, one of my concerns for us now is that we take liberty for granted because we've always had it. We do not know what it is like to not have it. We see so many conflicts around the world uh, where that is an issue. It is, yes. I mean, um, the issue of liberty is connected intimately with the idea of personhood and the respect of personhood. 
And uh, even that basic concept we have problems with. So I think it's particularly relevant to invoke historical understandings with some of the contemporary issues that we're dealing with today. So talk about some of the your work at uh, the center at USAO. And I know you have a big program once a year, uh, yes. generally. Yes. Um, and thank you for asking. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, October 23rd through the 25th, we will be hosting um, our second Building Bridges Conference. And with that conference, we will be really talking about the health of American democracy. Um, And with that, we will be focusing upon the themes of liberty, justice, and equality. Part of the conflicts that we see today emerge from different meanings of justice, different meanings for liberty and equality. And so in order to have a healthy democracy, we believe that it's important to discuss these different meanings, to really um, engage in discussion and debate without uh, fear and without tuning people out Mm -hmm. because you can't have, I mean, democracy is about uh, debate and compromise and this sort of thing. And when people do not talk to one another, then you cannot engage in those things. And when those things are not engaged in, how can we have a healthy democracy? And as you mentioned, communication is the key because what I think might be important, you don't, uh, and vice versa. So it's just, you know, got to strike some middle ground there at some point, right? Exactly. And I won't know what's important mm-hmm. to you or you, me, unless we do talk. I want to mention about some of the activities that will be going on uh, this next week. Uh, of course, it could be uh, Friday and Saturday uh, here in Chickasha, the 30th annual Juneteenth celebration. So uh, exciting to hit that milestone for sure. Most definitely. And, and, and hopefully many more to go. Sure. And uh, good to have it back after being gone for about four years because of uh, COVID restrictions and things of that nature. So I know a lot of folks are happy to, uh, to bring that, uh, bring the celebration back. It's going to be a big party for sure. Right. Indeed. Uh, uh, And the barbecue. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) ma'am. So uh, it's going to start Friday. I've got a a list of some of the programs here. So uh, Friday, there's going to be the start of the rib cook off. So uh, uh, the rib cookers can get together and, uh, Get that going on the Friday morning at 11 o'clock. There's going to be a little social hour at uh, Washington Valley Park uh, Friday evening. I'm going to play some cards and whatnot. There's going to be uh, some popcorn and snow cones, uh, snow cones, and some music. Right? And music, yes. Right, and they're going to be playing. There's uh, the rib cook-off presentation. Awards winners, I guess, going to be 6:30 yes. Friday night, and then some games and cards and things uh, after that. All right, but then on Saturday we've got the big parade. And that's always exciting. Oh, yes. Yes, indeed. And that's going to be uh, starting about 10 o'clock at Lincoln School and run out to uh, Washita Valley Park. 
And uh, then opening ceremonies at uh, about 11 o'clock at the park, Washita Valley. Yes. All right. And so we've got uh, the itinerary. Uh, Kirk Kirby is going to be the MC. Uh, the community choir will sing the Negro National Anthem. Buffalo Soldiers, always happy to come up from Lawton to be part of the program, right? Yes. Uh, we've got uh, Martin Bryant doing the scripture, uh, Milton Bowens doing the prayer. Desmond Taylor will introduce the mayor, who will give a little proclamation uh, <laughs> for that. And uh, then just lots of uh, entertainment throughout the day. Uh, Eileen Thomas will introduce you uh, at the program. And let let the celebration begin, as they say, at noon, because lots of games and activities and music and things throughout the day uh, at the park. Uh, I guess there's a like a root beer contest, drinking contest, and pie eating contest, and basketball for the kids if they want to do that. So, uh, exactly, a lot of activities, a uh, lot of entertainment, including uh, the community choir, uh, Shepherd Street Christian Church Choir, First Baptist Church of the Living God, Church of Christ, Mount Olive Baptist Church, New Hope Baptist, uh, the Chickasha Community Gospel Singers too, all part of the program. So. Uh, thanks to Ramon McPherson and all the folks with the Juneteenth Celebration Committee for putting all that together. Indeed. Right. Indeed. Any final comments uh, this morning? Please come out. Please come and join us uh, in terms of the festivities, in terms of the reflections, and just uh, the communion. And the weather's always good. I don't think I've ever seen it rain at a Juneteenth celebration, so that's always good. <laughs> Dr. Anderson, thanks for coming out today. We really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you. And a big thanks to our Cool Conversation sponsors for being with us uh, each week. And they are Stanley Systems and uh, Community Bank of Oklahoma.